podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This is A View From The Bridge, official podcast of the Belfast Giants for KingdomOfTheGiants.com. It's Thursday, 23rd of September, 2021. My name's Patrick Smith, and this is the beginning of 30 weeks of Belfast Giants hockey podcasting. It starts right here. The longest of off-seasons, 18 months worth, is finally coming to a conclusion as the Belfast Giants travel this weekend to face the Dundee Stars and the Five Flyers in Challenge Cup Action. It's a new look team, a new look logo, a new sponsor for the league, a new TV deal, and this new season is right on top of us. Only a few days to go, so let's get cracking. Mr. McJemsey, how are you? Can you tell that I'm excited? I can tell you're excited, Paddy. It's um, whenever you start to put numbers and statistics into it, there it really starts to, to hit home that it's actually happening. It seems like a long, long time ago since our last game of, of the whatever it was, was against Fife as well. And so happens that, you know, we're starting up with them again. So it's uh, the, the player that scored the winning goal that night is on the roster again this season. They have a good one. So all little good omens for the stat guys like those. That's it. Uh, Mr. Kitchen, a busy man. How are you? I'm okay, mate. Um, I'm, I've, I've, I've already started. I've been lucky enough to watch the boys for the last two weeks. Um, and uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely starting to hit home now. But um, as you say, I've only a couple of days left before facing off against Dundee and Fife um, at the weekend and then the first home opener on the 1st of October. So, yeah, really looking forward to it. And it's been far too long. So um, let's get ready to rock. That's it. We've got an action-packed show this week for you with a hell of a lot of guests. So let's get cracking. We'll start in with the roster. Um, the roster, as it looks, is now complete, obviously. And uh, let's have a look at it. It's uh, Since we last chatted, We've had we've added to the team Griffin Reinhardt, the uh, a well experienced NHL player, uh, defenseman, twenty seven year old from West Vancouver in British Columbia. We've also had JJ Pignich, who's a twenty five year old right winger um, from New Jersey. Uh, Jordan Boucher, are we going to go with that? Or are we going to go Boucher? Boucher, Jordan Boucher Road? No, nobody. Just left out to hang in there. Thanks, boys. Jordan, Jordan Boucher, the, uh, a 27-year-old from uh, left winger from Montreal. And Mark Cooper, a right winger, 29-year-old from Toronto, Ontario. Um, as you can see, the Belfast Giants roster is up and running. And start with you, says, do, what about these uh, the latest additions in the roster as a whole? What are your thoughts? Yeah, look, again, I, I touched on it at the start of the show. Um, I've been lucky enough to to watch the way the boys have been practicing the last couple of weeks. Um, and, you know, Adam and Steve and Jeff Mason and Rob Stewart have definitely put together a good uh, good bunch of guys here. And I know it's a cliche that they all say, but, um, you know, I was lucky enough to spend a bit of time with them last Friday. Um, all really looking forward to the season. Um, they've, you know, they've come in in good shape, which makes it a lot easier for Adam to, to put practices together and, and, and make sure everybody's, on the right page and, and everybody's really trying to impress, which is important as well. So it's been, uh, you know, since they started training there last, um, last Monday at the arena itself, uh, they, were, they spent a week in Dundonald, uh, first of all, but then when they start training at the arena, 
uh, it's it's you know again it's it's just become real again. It's you know when you're you're you haven't been in the place for for going on eighteen months and um and then you go back in and it, you know it looks like nothing's changed, but there's been a hell of a lot of changes. You know it's you've got to take into consideration now it's it's going to be you know numbers are going to be shorter a little bit until maybe the, the restrictions are lifted and um but to be honest, even if there's only a thousand people in there uh, for our first game, which I know is not going to be the case. It's going to be loud. It's going to be really, really loud, and uh, it's something that I'm really looking forward to. But it's there's there's a lot of guys there who, um, you know, you can see there's a couple of guys returning. And we've talked about Basco. We've talked about Darcy. Um, ben Lake is absolutely flying. Uh, Kieran Long's in good shape. Uh, Lewis Hooks in great shape. Um, and as I say, some of the new boys that are coming in as well. And we're going to get the chance to speak to one or uh, one of them later on, who I am really excited to see. In a Belfast Giants uniform, he is—he's going to score some goals this season. Davey, one of the names that, that well, I've read out there, and one of those that raised a few eyebrows right across the league is is Griffin Reinhardt, who is, comes in with a hell of a pedigree. Number four, <laughs> number four draft pick in the NHL. Yeah, leave the stats to me, mate. You burst my first liner. Obviously, um, when when someone of, of that caliber, a, a fourth overall draft pick comes in. It, it perks you up and you go looking a wee bit about him. Obviously, we're 300 games in the AHL. Decent career. I like guys that transition via somewhere else to Belfast. So they have, so he's had a year in the DEL, obviously, on the on the slightly wider ice surface. I'm sure. Like, so we'll, we'll, we'll very quickly, in case there's new people, hopefully coming on board with ABFTB, especially generally in America, they play on a 200 foot ice surface, but it's 85 feet wide. Most of the rinks, apart from perhaps Coventry and Manchester, will be 100 feet wide, so it's, it's an extra 15 feet. Says will be able to explain more about what that actually does whenever you're playing the game, but it's a slightly bigger ice surface, and that takes a little bit of getting used to. Some of the boys that are coming direct from college won't have played on the 100 foot ice before, the 100 foot width, they'll have played the length of it before, but it just it, it makes a big difference to the game. So that those guys, the likes of Griffin Reinhardt, that has played a year in Germany, I think that's massive for him. He'll come here. And he already says as watched him and training. We've been chatting about him. The guy will will do exactly what it says on ten. Maybe a, a slightly less offensive Jim Vandermeer type player. Would it be fair to say, Simon? Um, yeah. I mean, the other one that that has 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 pricked my attention would be Tyler Soy. You know, three hundred twenty three games in the in the WHL. I think three hundred twenty seven points. I think he leads in an appearances and goals for that franchise. So he comes in with. A lot of credibility and what he's done in his career already, picking it outstanding. You know, and I was lucky. I was I was down with Simon the other the other day at the arena. Met a couple of guys. These are big guys. These are big human beings. As needed to coach Russell, we'd say you know giants of a sort. I know I put a little tweet out there a couple of weeks ago. But it's the youngest team under Adam Keith. It's the leanest team under Adam Keith, and it's the the biggest team under Adam Keith. So three statistics there. We're getting younger, we're getting bigger, we're getting leaner. So that all bodes well going into this season. So what you say, Davies had his players that he's picked out there. You did mention a few of the guys that are coming back, but some, what about some of the new guys? Anybody really caught your eye? Yeah, I picked the guy up at the airport um, and he's seen Davy stand at the back door waiting on him and he get out and ask for his autograph. And Davy, you know, being the, the guy that he is, you know, obliged and, um, it, was, it was very funny. I seen when we were coming in through the barrier. I said, I said, for God's sake, here's one of these mad fans. He's standing <laughs> in the arena all day long. And he said, he says, what, what this guy here? And I says, 
he's been standing there all day waiting for the guys to come out to get autographs and stuff. <laughs> I said, just go over and ask him. Like, he said, he said, oh, no problem. It's calm night. So when he got out and he went over to Davey, Davey, Davey says, you stitched me up, bro. You stitched me up. <laughs> and then, then I had to go and carry his bags and his sticks in for him. Like a, like a proper super fan, you know. But um, I thought when he said, do you want me to sign that? I was, yeah, I'll sign for you, mate. No problem. You know? <laughs> right here. No worries. But you, you, you touched on some of the guys coming back. Uh, Paddy, and, and again, you know, there's... Gibby <clears throat> Gibby's touched on a couple of them there. Um, you know, Scott Conway's looking really, really good. He's been playing with I don't want to give the lines away to you know for Pash or Dundee watching uh at the weekend, you know, and because and, I know Pash listens to our podcast every week. Always. Um so you know there there's there's guys out there who they just seem to have clicked really, really quickly, which is great. Um and you know, you've got the likes of it, it touched on it there, you know, you Scott Conway's come in, he's in great shape, he knows who Lynette is. Uh, Darcy Murphy again, you know, you know what you're going to get from Darcy Murphy. Um, Doggett's a real good player. Uh, Goodwin, I, I think Goodwin could be very, very important for this year. Uh, but one of the guys that's really stood out for me is Mark Cooper. Um, he's a big boy. Um, he, he's gonna, he's gonna look familiar to a lot of guys. Uh, they might think he might look like a, um, like a film character. So I'm not mentioning any names just yet. But, um, <laughs> you can, you can let, let me know who you think he looks like in the next, uh, after the next podcast there. Or when we get that done next week, but um, and he, he's been called this person before, so it's not something new that we brought up. It was Taff and James Glover that come up with it, and it's an absolute double. It's brilliant. Um, so, what who are we talking about? I'm not telling you. All right, just to look at all the players. Well, you've got to look at them and see which one it talks about. So it's it's yeah, he's a double. He's an, actually I did tell you for goodness' sake. I said it was Mark Cooper, but you've got it to is, tell yeah. you. It looks like um, it's it's brilliant when you, when you see him. Um, you'll just these two little guys. There's what? I'm gonna have a wee look here. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it's a corker. Like so, but uh, you look at the boys coming back. You know, Gary's in great shape. Gary's busting to go. Uh, I'm really impressed with Lewis Hook. Hookie's, you know, Hookie's bulked up a bit, and he's ready to rock as well. And then you've got Besco and Jackson Whistle and and Deco. Deco's looking great as well. You know, Deco mm-hmm. wants to play. So you know, you've you've got all these guys that are coming in. Um, you've got the two oldest players in the team now, the two-time rookie and the man from Balamani. So you know it, it's uh, they're the two oldest guys we have on our roster now as well. Which you know, bucket load of experience from Gary. We talked about it in the interview that we did yesterday with him, yeah. and um, you know he's going to have to start using that experience a lot more this year because, as I say, he's one of the oldest guys in the locker room, and uh, he's going to be called upon. Believe you me. It's uh, it's no doubt it's an exciting roster, and uh, as as we maybe next week as well when we're heading towards that first game at home, we'll we'll look more closely, and uh, at that we're going to move on here, gents, because obviously last night at the SSE Arena was a big night, not just in regards to the start of the season and getting everybody into the arena, but a new branding for the Belfast Giants. It's the new first new look they had in twenty years. The familiarity of the old. Uh, logo is no longer on the shirts and we've got one that looks a little bit familiar but with a few tweaks to it now before we hear the thoughts of Davey and Sis uh, I had a chance to catch up well me and Joel had a chance to catch uh, up with the uh, head of hockey operations Steve Thornton and the head of marketing Sinead Doyle to find out just how this came about and what it means to the Belfast Giants so Sinead a fantastic event at the SSE arena and something that the Belfast Giants do you think this was a little bit overdue? Um, that's a really tough question. I think that, you know, the pandemic gave everyone an opportunity, I think, to reflect and 
revisit you know the direction i travel and i suppose when you think about 21 years it's natural to think of a coming of age and to think of you know this being the right time i think when we did the work and did the research behind this we looked at it and we thought that it was kind of now or never um you know that it seemed like an opportune time that it was a rebirth of sorts coming back from being off the ice for 18 months and that's a big comeback and you know to us last night and the next couple of weeks are more than a uh, more than just about a logo it's about the return of hockey to belfast and the rebirth of the Belfast Giants and what that means to every single fan that has followed followed and loved this team for so long. Um, so in short, I suppose we felt the time was right and yeah. I'm not sure you could do it at another time, really. I think, Steve, I think that's a really good point is the fact that with the with the large break, the opportunity to have this sort of this rebirth, this this rebrand, this this new look, this fresh look. How important to it is it to you as the head of hockey operations? Well, we're we're very excited about it. You know, it's you get caught in these cycles in in uh, the hockey world where you're focused on the season, and then all of a sudden the season comes to an end, and it's a scramble to get players signed and to get sponsors signed back up again, and, and you really don't get a chance to do things properly. So. For something as big as uh, a rebrand, we wanted to do it properly, and that's one thing that 18 months did give us to go through the the, the full the um, the reasoning of it, and then be able to put a story together and do the research as to you know why we're doing it and what we wanted to do. So we're we're really proud of it. Um, we're looking we're looking forward for the next 20 years now. We feel that the 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 brand that we had was fantastic, and we feel this one is is also going to be fantastic. Times have changed a little bit for us now. Like we we have uh, we've we're, we're obviously moving into a new world, and we want to we want to market to new people. Um, you know the 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 Giants are a mainstream brand now. Uh, when we came, we didn't know how long we were going to last for. I think there was the, the hardcore hockey fans felt that that hockey was going to take off in Belfast, but mm-hmm. you know, Belfast is a different city, and and different people are coming to Belfast as visitors, and we want to capture that in, entire market and and really go international. I think if if I can be as bold, Patty, as to as to drop my two cents on it, you know, I think they're fortunate to be sitting here tonight after 18 months of uncertainty with a club to still support. Because honestly, at the start of that, we had the discussion, who knew? Um, But not only that, it's incredible to be sitting here after 18 months on the cusp of something brand new with a club and an ownership group who is committed to the long-term future of the club and committed to to bringing it into the, to the new age. You know, for me, it's a, it's a home run. I have my affinity with the old bags like everybody else does. Um, But, but it's long overdue. You know, uh, you know, we, we know that, that the, the work, that's gone in behind it has been nothing short of incredible. You know, the, the research that's been done into North American sports logos, the respect that's been given to the history of the organization. Um, but I guess she needed to bring it back around to, to a more practical aspect. I mean, you know, you, you've been there from the, through the entire journey. Um, a logo that is as simple and as clean and crisp and as good as the new one is, it's going to pay dividends in terms of, uh, you know, a digital first age and merchandising. Um, it really is just, it's of its time. Yeah, I think that's really important, Joel. Like, and I and, and also just want to say, like, we've been really careful to look at, and I'm sure as people find out more about this, discover a little bit more, they'll realize we've really tried to pay homage to the history, you know, and that's really important to us, not just in the colors, but in the fact that the new logo does resemble the alternate logo that is an important part of the club's history too. Um, I think 
when you talk about a digital first age, that, that was a big consideration for us. You know, when we think about how we communicate with our fans, most mm -hmm. of our communications now are in, in the digital sphere. They're on social media. Um, they're through our website. We have a brand new website that is just so exciting. I can't tell you. And Joel, you know, because you've been <laughs> helping. <laughs> Every spare moment for the past week, but it's been yeah. a joy. Yeah. No, and like, we're so thankful for that. Like, I mean, we really see this as, you know, a step towards us kind of really stepping up our own news gathering, being the first to release our own news, to make sure that we are the source that the fans come to. And the simplicity of the logo and of the word mark, um, to use the branding term, will really help us to make sure that we can reach new audiences, but but communicate with our existing fan base in a, in a way that, you know, gets across all of the important information fast, but like also that we're the logo isn't kind of fighting with the content that we're putting out too. So, you know, everything now on social media needs to be so small. You need to communicate things in a tiny little thumbnail. And that's really what this does. The simplification of the logo means that it should be really recognizable very quickly. And that's what this is about. It's about building upon the strong brand that we have, but looking at the future and thinking about, you know, is this a brand that in the future, future generations of Belfast Giants fans are going to want to wear be proud of and you know again really just looking at that kind of coming of age and that this is really the next generation for the Belfast Giants. Steve you know Belfast Northern Ireland as it is can be quite a traditional place and people can be quite set in their ways um how do you see the how do you predict that the uh, the, the reception is going to be how have you built that into the whole idea of of the rebrand do you do you expect it to be uh, to be an instant hit? Well, yeah, we, we've had a lot of the, these conversations over the past 18 months, you know, uh, we wanted to make sure that we we did capture like the, the history of the Belfast Giants in it. And, and you know, we don't want to just kill off the old logo as well. But I think for me, I know Sinead focuses on the digital, <laughs> digital first approach and, and focusing on the socials and making sure that we get it down to the right size. Um, you know, the commercial part of the Giants is also important as well. So like you know, having something that we can get onto baseball caps and onto onto hoodies and, and jackets and that look the part that the players are proud to wear and, and that the fans are proud to wear, uh, it was important as well. And people want to buy, you know, obviously that, you know, we get a lot of cruise ships coming in. Hopefully they'll be coming back again in the near future. And we, yeah. wanted, we wanted to capture that fan as well. Um, so, yeah, I, you know, that was something that we absolutely took into account. And, you know, are, are there going to be fans that are unhappy with it? Well, possibly, you know, like in general, people don't like change. And it's a big, big decision for us to to make a change to, a, you know, quite a popular logo. You see, when you go into the arena, there's there's a lot of teal Giants jerseys being worn in the crowd. But we did feel it was the right time. We're doing it for the right reasons. Um, we want to capture a new audience base as well. You know, we are a family friendly sport. And I like one of the analogies that Sinead used early days is that we feel like we're almost transitioning from from He-Man to Marvel. And if we have that Marvel uh, kind of look feel, we can, you know, hopefully attract that Marvel audience because it's a big one. Sorry, just to, just to go as well, is the fact that, I'm, you know, I know we've had discussions about this as well in the background the last several months and, and presentations and the likes, and they've been fantastic. And I, personally, you know, I've thrown my two cents in the way that Joel has. I really like the logo. I like the way it hits back to the what we had before, a logo that I also really, really liked. And, and, and I can see the benefits of all of this. But also, 
we're one of the last teams in the elite league to actually have this sort of a rebrand. If you look at the Nottingham Panthers, Sheffield Steelers, Coventry Blaze, Cardiff Devils, they've all had a level of rebrand or a level of change to their badge and to their typeface. And um, Sinead, we're probably one of the last teams to actually undertake this. Yeah, I mean, I, I think we actually might be the last um, team in the league to rebrand. And, you know, I think one of the things, and, and, you know, we've been talking about this a lot when we've been looking at, you know, how we talk about ourselves moving forward. And I don't think we're following the pack in this one, though. You know, the Belfast Giants have always been history makers. They've been game changers. And for us, this is really about raising the game. It's about attracting new people to the sport. It's about bringing ice hockey to a wider audience and to, you know, hopefully bringing our fan base with us because we really have tried and worked very hard to make sure that we have been sensitive to our past, but we're looking to the future too. And I think, you know, every sports franchise at some point in their history has to look at how they communicate with their fan base, how they reach new audiences, how they grow. And ultimately, we all want the same thing. We want more people to come and enjoy the Belfast Giants. We want more people to understand and develop that same passion for ice hockey. And, you know, that that's really what this, this is rooted in. Uh, this this kind of symbolism is is important, I think, to players as as well as fans. Um, uh, and I mean, you know, the the old logo is as much as I have a lot of memories tied to it, and and uh, it has its history, and, and I'll respect it and whatever else. Uh, one of my quiet bugbears was always just it was a little bit too friendly. I think that the new <laughs> looks a bit more ready for business. And um, I'm wondering thoughts from your side of the house. Are you hearing anything from the actual players, both the ones that are returning that were used to the old logo and the new guys that are coming in about just how slick the new brand looks to, to play on, uh, to play wearing, sorry. Yeah, I think, I mean, we, we, we did some test drives on the logo with a few of the guys that have been here for a while and it was all very positive, but it wasn't the real test was when the jerseys arrived and, mm-hmm. you know, I, I saw some of the reactions to it, but it's more the ones that you don't see. Like you're hearing from other people how how great it is. You know the reactions that they had when they're not because they have to say it's good when they're in front of like the people that made the decisions. You know, <laughs> command, uh, you know, from people that said that they really love it. Like it, 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 you know, guys want to look good on the ice. They want to look the part. They want to they want to feel proud of the jersey they wear. They want to. When they're walking into the, the the opposing team's building, they want they want to they, you know they just want to look like a team, and the, the the logo we have is great, the gear we have is great, Memorial as well. So we're we're the guys are super pumped about it. And we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up just with a couple with the same question to both of you. I think, and I'll, I'll start with you, Sinead. We we are just over a week away from returning to the SSE. Um, what are your first experiences on on, on game night and with everything that's gone on uh, gone on in the last year and everything that's gone on in the last couple of months to get ready for that first game night? How are you doing? We're bearing up. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot to be done still, but we're really excited. You know, like, I mean, this is what we've all been building towards over this last 18 months. And I think, you know, when we all think back on how difficult this pandemic has been, how much it's taken away from us, how much, you know, everyone has sacrificed. It's these moments that we've missed most. It's the opportunities to come together, to celebrate, to enjoy each other's company, to you know, just enjoy entertainment, sport, the things that we have missed. And um, like, I'm personally really excited. I mean, I started this job during the pandemic and I haven't had a chance to actually, you know, be there and experience these things with my colleagues. And, you know, it's, 
I, I couldn't be more excited, you know. Um, yeah, I can't wait. And and Steve, obviously, you know, we've had this this year and a half, you building teams or planning to build teams, teams that were then jettisoned, building teams again, and then everything that's going on. How are you holding up before this return to the Odyssey or SSE Ice in just over a week? Oh, we can't wait. Yeah, like it's been it's been a mad scramble, no doubt about it. The last couple of weeks has been a lot of stress uh, behind the scenes, but at the same time, everybody's here. Guys look good, and and this is this is why we're here. This is why I'm here. This is I know Adam has been itching to get back on the ice and kind of guide that ship. You know, it's the it's the ice hockey that you know really drives us. Um, and and it's 18 months is a long time, and I think that makes you appreciate things a little bit more when you don't have it. So I think there's a, a real buzz um to to like the locker room and you know when i speak to the fans like they're kind of pinching themselves about how excited they are to get back and, and i think I, I think there's a lot of people that won't take this for granted anymore and not not saying that people did but like there's uh, there's going to be a real excitement in the air i can't wait to get back fantastic well like i say it's just over a week until that first game against the dundee stars at the sse arena it's going to be one exciting one exciting night guys the rebrand's fantastic we look forward to what this season's going to bring thank you very much for joining us and uh we'll, we'll see you soon thanks so much thanks very much to steve and to Sinead for joining us guys the the look of the new shirt the look, the look of the new logo um you know for us traditionalists who have been around this club for 20 years as i said in the actual as we said in the in in the interview there this is the first rebrand in 20 years we are probably the last team in the elite league to do it but it looks good says it looks brilliant man it really does when we got the opportunity to see it there a few months ago uh when they were you know still making a few tweaks to it uh i think it looks brilliant i really do i've been lucky enough to see it uh, up close with regards to the, um, as Steve was mentioned in the, in the piece there a few minutes ago, you know the the, the track shoots, the you know the the leisure gear that the Warriors sent through looks absolutely brilliant, uh, and then the big new logo on the ice as well looks fantastic. So it's uh, it's, I think it is long overdue. I think it's something that you know we need to bring into twenty twenty one, and uh, I think it is time that we we just made a a few subtle changes. Look, we all know it's going to be still. You know, the old logo is still going to be part of the history that we've had and the, the success that we've had over those 20 years. So it's, you know, it, it's one of those ones where it's, um, you know, we're, we're still going to have those jerseys. I mean, Davey's got more than most. Um, you know, he, he, keeps a, he keeps a wee record of them and um, we're all still going to have those jerseys about. And I'm sure they're still going to see the logo at the SSA Arena down the years as well. And, and uh, you never know, it might just appear for a retro jersey down the line at some point. David, that logo there, it, 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 the new logo, it does look like that one that we had before with a few subtle tweaks, but the typeface, the new look, it, the whole talk about the Giants reborn and a, a, a new start and, and coming out of the pandemic with a new look, it, it just gives that fresh feel. I guess there'll be there'll be people that'll be for it. There'll be people naturally that will push back against it. I like the when we did the little uh, corporate brand and evening that we got invited to. I just how much the guy thought about it. This this the, the word mark one for example, the Belfast matches the like the the curve of the Odyssey roof and stuff like that. That that kind of appeals to my core. Belfast core like Finn McCool will never die, ever. <laughs> that 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 original logo will be on jerseys around that arena for as long as we're there. People will be wearing the old jerseys. People will embrace 
than you as well. And I, I like what Sinead said there about, you know, we've gone from the from the He-Man generation to the Marvel generation. And, and we have to appeal to the younger generation and the families because, like it or not, this is a business. And if we want the best players that we can have, because ultimately we want to put banners up across the bridge and the banners that are on the bridge, I don't know whether they'll rebrand them or whether they'll keep the old logo or whatever, but to hang more banners, we need more money. You need to compete in this level. And we talk about budgets and all, Patty, and it's the nature of the beast. You know, we need to sell tracksuits. We need to sell jerseys and a little rebrand. Never done anybody ever any harm. It's almost irrelevant. I actually do like, but it's almost irrelevant whether I do or not because it's something that had to happen and the pandemic and COVID and all gave us a perfect opportunity to, you know, put a new paint, you know, like a white paint on the arena. The logo actually on the ice looks absolutely brilliant. That's mm-hmm. that's one thing I will say for it. On the jerseys, whatever, it's small, but whenever you go in the arena and we're like, do not take your phone out of your pocket. You're not allowed to take a picture of this. But it looks absolutely phenomenal. It's turned around towards the TV cameras for, uh, and looks really, really well. So, look, not down about the, the Nottingham Panthers colours in it. But, I was know, going to bring that up, mate, about the black and the gold. I, that, I thought you were talking about black it. and gold to me. But, um, look, it, I, I like the logo. Um, it was on the shirts, as you say, a few years ago, and I had a few subtle tweaks. And it's ready for business. From says putting your commercial hat on, you know, when we spoke with, with Shadid there, a market, a branding, a change of brand like this, given that you know the Belfast Giants logo is recognizable right along Belfast, we've had it for 20 years. Is it going to be difficult to get this new brand out there? No, definitely not. They've done it well, uh, it looks fantastic. Uh, I've showed it the, I mean, obviously, since I've, I've taken a role within the organization officially now, it's only taken them 17 years to ask me, but congratulations. Anyway. congratulations. Um, Thanks very much. The you know I've showed it to um, a couple of people who have who have got involved uh, with the chance now. We've got Edge Coffee um, on board, which is fantastic. Um, you know they've they're going to sponsor the warm up jerseys this year, and they are over the moon with the way it looks. Um, I know William and Hannah are, are really pleased to to uh, get the, their brand out there as well. And there's a few new sponsors on board. Northern Iron Supplements are providing the nutritional uh, aspect of what the boys need to. To be at the optimum level for for um, you know preparing for the games and practices as well. So it's um, there's a couple more new guys coming on board. There's a great you know uh, list of of companies that have returned and continued with their support as well. And that's the that's the most important part of it. But I really don't think it's going to be hard to sell um, the new brand, the new logo, the new Belfast Giants. The Giants are reborn. Um, it's definitely not going to be hard to sell for us. Not for me anyway. And Davey, what are you going to do about that massive Finn McCool tattoo on your back? Uh, it, is a, it is a little bit awkward, but I'm, I'm like, there, there's people out there. Yeah, yeah absolutely. They, they walk amongst us, you know, and uh, yeah, I don't know, maybe John Smith will come out of retirement and offer them cover-ups or something. But um, as, I said, as I said at the start, you know, the, the, the old Finn McCool logo will always be with us. It'll always be a part of us. It's a part of our history. It's a part of the last 20 plus years of our lives. And that you know, but the very simplistic things of being able to transition it to every kind of medium that you wanted to be at, and that just wasn't it, it didn't translate as, as far as that's kind of partially one of the reasons for doing it, you know. Uh, and just to, to rebrand and be more recognizable to the younger generation, like I'm, 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 I'm down with it, I'm down with the kids, <laughs> and I'm putting down with Simon there with his, his advertising. It's absolutely fantastic that the uh, 
the podcast. We'll be doing all sorts of supplements before the start of the podcast. Here, <laughs> you know? We've been Coach doing supplements for years, mate. That's how we get through this show. I'm sure we'll sort something out down the line, boys. Don't worry about that. <laughs> uh, right. but where, before, actually, before we go on, let's just do a good pick science. Has it been fun being involved? You know, you've been involved with the organization for 20 years now, but actually, officially, I'm doing what you do best and going out and selling this product to people. Is that a lot of fun at the minute? Yeah, it is. And it, it's, you know, it, it's still tough, you know, try and get um, new companies, new people involved because of the current pandemic. You know, there's still a lot of people working from home and, um, you know, it's you can do all the Teams meetings or the Zoom meetings that you want, um, sitting face to face with somebody across the table or walking them around the SSA arena makes things an awful lot easier. Um, but uh, yeah, we're, we're doing okay. We're, we're going in the right direction. It's as I say, it's if we can entice new companies to come on board and entice their staff and, and families to come and watch the game, then we're doing a good thing. So it's um, I feel we're, we're going, definitely going in the right direction. Um, you know, I'm there to support Steve, um, with regards to you know the, the commercial aspect of it and that for the SSE and the Belfast Giants. So it's um, I feel that we're I think feel I'm doing okay. Um, I don't want to pull my you know. I'm not. I'm always very um, um, low key and not modest at all. Um, so I'll just like to keep it that way. We're we're doing all right. I was, I was going to say there. You know, for we were talking last week when you very kindly picked me up in Mexico and brought me up. Um, that you know, thanks for the video. That they there. Yes, no problem. <laughs> it's always good to give you a, a video crossing the point. You know, um, <laughs> but uh, the uh, you were saying that you're still talking to some sponsors that have never been to a Belfast Giants game. And bringing them in, and even though it's 20-plus years ago from the arena open, there is still a wow factor when you walk in, even when that arena is empty, and you walk in and you see the ice all logoed up and all. That that must – so that's what you're talking about. You need to get those people by the hand and get them into that arena. I was I was speaking to a potential sponsor last Friday. Um, again, Zoom meeting, there was there was five um, – five people on the video and I was the only I was the one from the Belfast Giants and there was four of them. So you know you're speaking you're sitting chatting away to them and trying to explain what what we're trying to do, what the way we're going about it and what we've got to offer. Um and at the end of the meeting the guy turned around and said he said he said, Do you, are you I mean you're obviously a fan, you you're very passionate about it. And I said, Well yeah, I said I think, you know, been a fan for from day one, twenty one years ago and uh, he says it shows, you know, you, you you know what you're selling, you know what it, um, you know, you're coming across very well as well. Um, and we've got exactly what you're uh, trying to sell. So that genuinely felt good because it's, you know, it, when you're selling something, you just need to make sure that you know the product and I know the product. Um, I know what we've got to offer. Um, it makes it an awful lot easier when you're winning and it's a good team, but being off the ice for 18 months, uh, you know, you just don't know how it's gonna how it's gonna go for the season. And everybody says you've got a great team on paper. Hockey's not played on paper. Um, but watching the boys and watching a close quarters, you know, the way Adam's putting the team together and the way things are going at the minute, I'm feeling very confident for this year. Good for you, mate. Did you not correct him? I, I hope you corrected him because you know UTV had it right. It was Simon Kitchen, Belfast Giants super fan. Uh, I think it was at one point, wasn't it? I, think, yeah. I don't like to blow my own trumpet, man. You know, just, I'll, I'll, I'll keep it. Give me, give me another. You know, as I say, I'm only there eight weeks, um, eight nine weeks. I've only been in the position eight nine weeks, but uh, it's uh, it's. I feel it's going in the right direction. So it, as long as Steve's and and the you know the guys at, at the SSA Arena are happy, then I'm happy. So everything's good. Good for you, mate. More power to your elbow, and no doubt you'll you'll succeed in this role. 
Um, right. Can I just stop you there because well, I keep on. I don't know if you've noticed, but I keep on looking up. Now I'm not afraid of spiders. <laughs> I've got a spider, and in the top corner. I mean, it's only it's about a meter. It's actually not even social distancing. It's just over a meter away from me. I think, and right. it's absolutely massive. Now, if it drops down in the middle of, and I all of a sudden kick the, the iPad onto the floor, you'll know what it's all about. It's sort of just looking down at me. Even its eyes are bigger than mine, for God's sake. I but remember. I, mean, I remember, and and only the coach Russell will be TV the coach Russell will be watching this, and they'll go about. I remember when I used to go to Oval on Saturday afternoon, get the mission hall bus and get off and watch Simon Kitchen pulling six foot four fellas down and knocking the absolute pan out of him. And he's sitting here 25 years later, kicking himself a bit of a spider in a corner. No, I'm, I'm actually okay with spiders. I'm all right. But if it drops down while I'm talking to you and looking into this week's well, camera here, I'll, I'll genuinely break it. Like, well, don't worry, mate. We're going. To, we're we're about to take a break to hear from Aaron Murphy in just a second, so you'll be You're able right. to get it out of the way. Right. <laughs> because the Elite League is now the Premier Sports Elite Ice Hockey League, following a brand new sponsorship deal with the channel that comes hand in hand with a TV deal that will see twenty seven regular league and cup games on Premier Sports, including the uh, including the Challenge Cup final and the playoff final weekend. And who else? I've just mentioned his name. Who else are we going to talk to about this and find out the details? But our old mate, Aaron Murphy. The, the, the best way to introduce this as well is just to ask how you are. You know, we could, it feels like we've all lost like a year and a half of, of hockey, of life, of just, just chatting to each other. So first of all, how are you? I'm good, buddy. Thanks. I'm I'm delighted to be when you reached out and said, "Will you come on?" Of course, the answer is always yes for a view from the bridge. But just to know that we're we're getting there, right? We're we're getting back to those moments where we're talking about hockey and not talking about what's on the news and all that stuff that we we don't want to talk about the last eighteen months. I'll be with all due respect to anyone who's had a tough time. We've all had a tough time, but I think we can all we can all agree that it's nice to be uh, talking about hockey. Looking forward to a season which. Certainly looks like it's going to be a tasty one, and I guess uh, I'm okay. How are you? Ah, mate, surviving. You know, I think like everybody, we're just really looking forward to the start of this elite league season, and one which has been uh, built up with what is a fantastic sponsorship deal by Premier Sports on the elite league. Not just that, but 27 live games, including the Challenge Cup final and the playoff final weekend. You've got a busy year ahead of you. Yeah, it's going to be pretty cool, and. First off, I'll start off by saying, well, kudos to everyone at the Elite League and the people well above me at Premier Sports and the whole network family of networks in general, because a lot of work was done between uh, EIHL level and management level and above above me. And people think it's just easy to come to a deal like this. It's not. And especially coming out of 18 months of a very strange time. So I think first, the tip of the cap to everyone involved with getting it across the line. And as you said there, it was essential to, to make a splash. Uh, the Elite League, every league wants a title sponsor. It made sense. And to correlate that into also 27 live games. And like you said, the Challenge Cup and the whole playoff final weekend, which you know are just fantastic events. So we're, we're pretty excited. I'm pretty nervous, though. It's, it feels like a, a long time since that Challenge Cup uh, March eighth, twenty twenty. Hello, it's fantastic. I mean, it's, it's fantastic that we're coming back. It just feels like a, it feels like an age since that since that, that Sheffield Steelers win it and and uh, and the fact that we're we're everybody's preparing and we've had the preseason games. I know we at Belfast Giants haven't really seen our team 
take to the ice and anger as yet, but uh, we'll, we'll do so this weekend. But for you, you know, you've kept your you've you, you've kept alive in regards to the you know, you've been to Japan with the Olympics. You know, you've been you've been doing everything you can to keep 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 the sport alive when it comes to television. Uh, look, it was, it was it was strange last year with the KHL, SHL stuff like that in front of empty buildings. I think every time someone tuned in, they were reminded by the empty buildings that it just wasn't mm. quite right. So to see f- hopefully full stadiums, and I, I believe there was 8,000 in Sheffield the other night. So hopefully that's the way it's going to be Sunday for our first game. I'm sure, I'm sure it will be. Um, I, I think it's fantastic. I mean, yeah, I mean, even Tokyo, I mean, it was my fifth Olympic Games and certainly a surreal one, a special one, though, because... The people that pulled it off under under duress. I mean, it was it was bubbles. It was strict uh, restrictions. But look, uh, a wonderful experience and worked with some really good people in Tokyo and an experience that I'll, I'll look back fondly on because of the people. Because it was certainly a strange time and we all banded together. But really putting uh, putting the sights towards the uh, the Premier Sports Elite League now, and that sounds great to hear that as well. The Premier Sports Elite League. You know, a few years ago, when things, you know, you're trying to put things together and you're trying to make it work from both league and broadcaster, I think that maybe we all thought if, if we could get something like that across the line, that would be the way we could really build something. And you see that in the three-year deal rather than a one-year deal, which was a lot of the deals we had to do in the past. So, yeah, trying to keep the sport alive, but I just just trying to get the sport back on the airwaves and, and pretty excited about the first one. How important do you think it is that a sport like this does have a TV deal like this? Obviously, from your own point of view, working in the media, working you know, as a commentator and also behind the scenes at Premier Sports trying to push this, you know from your point of view you want to be pushing that. But from let's say from the fans' perspective and from you as a, as a hockey fan, how important is it to have this great sport of ours on television? You, you need exposure, don't you? Uh, you need to be with a company that's passionate too. It's, it's one thing to go and get a sponsor that maybe is just wants to be on the logo or whatever. We want hockey to grow, and, and that, I think, comes through in the fact that we do GB under-18s in the past, GB under-20, GB women, GB men at World Championships. But we were also there when GB were getting relegated, if you remember. So, you know, we haven't come on board for the glory moments. We've been there in buildings. So much like the GB program, I think it's important to be on TV because of the sponsorship opportunities and the fact that they've got a title sponsor now because it is a TV company. But it's like the old adage, it's easier to get a job if you get a job because Mm -hmm. you're a desirable candidate, right? So I think this helps the Elite League perhaps use some of the the resources to go and find other revenue streams, whether it's an official drink sponsor or rental car company or whatever it is, whatever the the people at the board level want to spin coming out of a time where there wasn't a lot of revenue. I think it's important to be on TV, but it's also – Premier Sports is a lot bigger than it was than it, the first time around when the Elite League was on Premier Sports. The Ultimate Rugby Championship and certainly in the past NHL and stuff like that. When you're on a, a broadcaster like that and things have gone down the track, it's a much bigger and better broadcaster than, say, it was seven, eight years ago. That's just the growth of the business. And the fact that you couple that with a, with a strong passion uh, and people behind the scenes that really do love hockey. I mean, people think it's, oh, Murph has done this and that. There's a lot of people above me and marketing people and management people and, and director of operations that really do have an affinity for hockey. And they all, some of them have been up to Belfast, some of them are Giants fans, some of them have been on road trips to Cardiff or Glasgow. So I, I think it's so important to be on TV, but it's also so important for both Premier Sports and the Elite League to show a sign of strength and a sign of growth coming out of what has been a really difficult time. We're not rolling over. No one's going, oh, poor us. It's been a tough time. No one at the league is going, 
oh, let's just try and get on the ice and do our best to recoup as we go along. We've hit the ground running. Everyone worked hard behind the scenes the last few months. And I think when you show that to the fans and other prospective sponsors, it shows that we mean business. And I think that's very important for the growth of the Elite League over the next three years and hopefully beyond. I think that's a really good point because I think at the time once the, the league was suspended and then we've had this whole wait. And there was a big talk about, you know, how many teams are we going to have when it comes to the start of the new elite league season? Are we going to lose teams who have struggled financially? Are, are we going to struggle to have a full league? Not just that, are we starting, are we starting with a, a full 10 team league? But we have Premier Sports as a title sponsor. We have that 27 game package with regards to broadcast and we have what is going to be a fantastic season ahead. Yeah, and I look at the rosters and I look at for the Giants because, look, we're on a Giants show. I'm so impressed that Beskar Awani's back. Mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm a Murphy fan, Stephen Murphy fan as well, but I'm also a fan of Murphy, the goal scorer. I, I really think it's it's shaping up nice. And if you look, I mean, Cardiff had a win in the Champions Hockey League against top opposition. You see Sheffield and Nottingham in exhibition games going hard at it. In all the teams, the rosters look impressive. If you were just transported here and seeing the things – the title sponsorship, the 27 games on TV, all of these really good players signed up for the coming season. You might almost think that we weren't coming out of a pandemic. We're, we're coming out of a position of strength. And again, a tip of the cap that everyone's worked hard, whether it's on the recruitment side of things or getting a deal across the line here in these regards, or, you know, you guys starting up the podcast, all the fan groups coming together and, and buying tickets for those exhibition games. I mean, 8,000 people at an exhibition game. There's a lot of SHL teams that like to have 8,000 seats yeah. full at a regular season game. So I have so much respect for everything that's gone on the last uh, few months. And I have a lot of empathy for anyone who's had a tough time. I know hockey and what we're doing isn't the be-all, end-all. People have lost jobs. People have lost loved ones. So also we hope that starting this Sunday we can bring a little bit of joy to anyone who's had a dark time. And certainly we'll be trying to incorporate some new ideas and, you know, We'll try and be entertaining, and we we let the the teams on the ice do the talking. But we hope that you know for for three hours a week we can entertain people that maybe need to have a smile. And certainly, I'll be winding up your ex coach and your elite league uh, title winning coach Paul Eddy on a weekly basis. So, I mean, I think right now smiles and a bit of joy is needed, and I hope we can bring it. And, and certainly, um, we're really excited. I tell you what, Patty, I don't know if I've been more excited and more nervous <laughs> in the last ten years. You sound it, mate. You sound it. Like you say, you, you're getting that old band back together and you're going on the road. So give us the details. What, where can we see it? How can we see it? Yeah, we start off uh, September 26th, Sunday. Uh, it's, I believe it's a banner-raising ceremony just to maybe pour salt into the wounds of the Cardiff Devils. The Sheffield Steelers are going to celebrate that March 8th, 2020 victory. I still can't believe it's been that long, but they're going to raise a, a banner. It's going to be a rematch of the, the last game, the last meaningful game. I mean, I know there's been exhibition games, but the last real game that the Elite League wheeled out. And that was the Premier Sports Challenge Cup, if you remember. So maybe it was a harbinger of things to come down the road. But um, So September 26th, Sheffield, Cardiff. Uh, Paul Aidy and myself in the booth. Uh, our man, Chris Ellis. So we could, you know, you have to have Ellie and Aidy on the scene. Um, Chris Ellis is a busy man. He's not going to be available all the time. So we're going to have some surprises. I think one of those surprises may be unveiled this Sunday. Um, and it's Premier Sports 1 and 2, depending on we've got the Ultimate uh, Rugby Championship. There's so much going on. Yeah. That also speaks to how much Premier wanted to be a part of this season hockey-wise because they've got every game from the, the Ultimate Rugby Championship, and they still want to get all these live games in. So um, Premier Sports 2 for the first game. 
Um, and you can go to premiersports.com. There's a pretty good offer code right now, I believe, EIHL5 for, for subscribers. Yeah. So get on that while it's going. There's also, if you go to Premier Sports on Twitter, I believe it's just at Premier Sports TV, you can win an annual subscription right now. Uh, all you need to do is post a picture of you wearing your best teal or whatever. Uh, so there's a lot going on right now. You can win a free year. Uh, there's an offer code. And we start off with a pretty good one, a rematch of that uh, Challenge Cup final, Sheffield and Cardiff. Fantastic. At Premier Sports TV, we'll be tweeting that up as well. Get involved. Get watching the Premier Sports on the Premier Sports Elite League. Murph, it's good to see you, mate. And uh, we'll catch up with you again soon. Well, I can't wait to be up there. I will hold you guys accountable. You better be there for the first time I'm there. Or you better meet me somewhere for a Giants game, even if it's on the road. Because uh, I think we need to do uh, maybe live and on the scene a view from the bridge with the Premier Sports Elite League. That would sound pretty good. <laughs> That'd be fun, man. Thanks, man. Thanks. Live on Premier Sports with a view from the bridge. What do you think, boys? Did we? I we can do that. <laughs> <laughs> if they want the if Premier Sports want to come on a view from the bridge, we'll always make time for them. It's not the other way around, remember? It's where the big thing is around here. <laughs> um, th- big thanks to Aaron Murphy for, for his time. Um, anyway, by the way, hi, after a pandemic, look at this. Like, we all look older. There's no doubt about it. Sorry, Simon. <laughs> three. Aaron, Aaron Murphy looks like 10 years younger than the last time I seen him. The I still wear the same clothes I did when I was in my 20s, mate. That's, the, that's, that's the all pandemic has been good to him. But hey, yeah, I don't know what your question was going to be there, Patty, and I know he referenced them people up the ladder from him but no one has worked harder in promoting and trying to get television coverage in the last what 10 plus years you know i know we're friends with Aaron and we have the odd drink or whatever and we're right with him but like that guy has worked so hard behind the scenes and advocated to like all the all the organizations that he could but especially since it became free sports and premier sports you know and that exposure Okay, it's still quite niche that you have to pay for it. It's still a pay-per-view channel, if you like, on, on top of a Sky subscription. But like for a five or a month, can you go wrong? And I think even when it goes up to 15 a month, that's that's one webcast. You know, if you were buying one webcast for your team instead of that, you know, you're getting all the highlights and whatever. It's a brilliant deal to have a title sponsor for the league. It gives it a little more gravitas than just the elite league. And whatever the deal is. It's a better deal than no deal, in my opinion. And, uh, you know, really, really delighted that Iron has pushed all those doors and eventually won open for him. Simon? Yeah, just to reiterate what Davey's just said, you know, it, it's more than it's more than 10 years he's been doing this. I mean, he was doing it right when the Dundalk Ice Dome was open in 2006. Um, <laughs> he was trying to push it from the Irish League point of view. And then when it was NESN, he was working for and mm. and he was trying to get uh, more um, uh, publicity for... Uh, the IHL for European hockey, for Irish hockey as well. So, you know, he's done a great job and it's brilliant to see. You know, it's, I just think it, it should have been done a long time ago and, and um, you know, it's eventually being done. So great for to have a, a name sponsor in the league, Premier Premier Sports Elite Ice Hockey League. Um, and um, yeah, he's still there. Yeah, it's great to see. It's he didn't even move it during that video. No man, no. I mean, he is. He's going to burn his face. <laughs> I think. For, I am looking forward to how many times you remember to give the Elite League its full name on the webcast. The oh, Premier well, Sports Elite Ice Hockey League. We've already been spoken to. Um, Luke yeah. Fisher and Mike Hicks um, give us a, 
I talking to last week for all the commentators. So we've got to call it the Premier Sports. That's why I had to look down. I've got it wrote down. Premier Sports Elite Ice Hockey League. Um, and then it's the Premier Sports Challenge Cup and the Premier Sports Playoffs. So, yeah, yeah it's, nice. um, we'll do our best. Absolutely. Right, let's move on because we've got a man waiting in the wings who we don't want to keep waiting any longer with only a few days left until the start of the uh, the season. With the Challenge Cup games in Dundee and Fife, we're delighted to be joined by the head coach of your Belfast Giants, Mr. Adam Keith. How are you, mate? Not bad, you guys. Uh, yeah, we're doing well. Listen to the last bit there of the Murph conversation, so it was, should have been listening to the whole thing. The uh, and we've we've got Sis here trying to deal with a spider. It's uh, <laughs> it's really he's up there, really coach. It's massive. It's about that size. She's that time of the year. <laughs> yeah, coach. Before we get into the details, you know, and, and of all the you know the games and the stuff on the ice, obviously the the rebranding's taking place. And from your perspective as a head coach, and what you haven't you know, haven't been with you know, the club so long, you've got the old one there. Hold on, just just explain to him. We're not putting this out till Thursday, so you can talk about it. It's okay. It is Thursday. Shh. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. We're live. We're live. This, 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 this is live on Thursday. But yeah, obviously with it with all you know. What sort of what effect does that have? Do you think for you guys? How do you feel about the rebranding of the club, having been with the club so long? Um, I think initially it was, it was it's just a, it's just a change, right? Accepting change, and um, you know, obviously we're so used to the iconic Giants logo that uh, any change was is you know it's tough to accept at first. But I think. Um, you know, if there's any, if there's ever time for a change, you know, after 18 months off and the pandemic, and um, I think 20 years of, of the Belfast Giants, I think now is the time to modernize and and um, you know, I think that the, it's a fresh start for the for the club, um, and I think that the the people involved are really excited about it, and I think the fans will get on board, and I think. Um, it's exactly that. It's a fresh start for us, you know, coming off 18 months off. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. I think the jerseys look great. In regards to, you know, the guys, you know, have they, they've been playing all this stuff? Although Brandon's been all over the uh, all over the SSE arena. Yeah. I mean, the guys are are all on board. They all all enjoy and, and like the, the new logo and think it's uh, sharp. And, um, I mean, certainly it's not like uh, our – you know the the original Giants logo has died. You know, uh, it's still a big part of the history and, and the tradition here in Belfast. But um, it's obviously a fresh start now, and um, you know it's, it's a little a little bit more modern logo that uh, we're looking forward to to donning when we get home here uh, in front of the fans on October first. Well, coach, let's move it on from logos to actual hockey talk and. Uh... Most of the guys, or all the guys, are in now, and they're doing really well. Says as we said, he's been down two or three weeks now, watching the practices, and a lot of the boys looking really sharp. They've came in ready to go, and uh, things are looking up for us already. I think the uh, the, the Glen Gormley Wi Fi is kicked Thank in, is it? Is that my Wi Fi? I, I didn't know you were talking to me there. Sorry, I, <laughs> I lost I lost you guys there for about uh, I don't know, under a minute. Go again, uh, Debbie. What was that question again there, Davey? The, 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 the question was, we've spent all this money on um, logos and, and bringing players in, and do you not think the club should like get you good, good Wi-Fi? 
<laughs> yeah, I do think that that should be the next uh, next step. Um, I'm not sure why. I'm actually on my on my dad on my phone, so I can't blame my Wi-Fi. So anyway, coach, we were saying that the, the, the rosters and the rosters complete, the guys are all on time and they're looking good in training. Simon's been saying he's been down watching them for a few weeks now. Returning guys looking good. Some of the new guys also looking good. Are you, are you excited with what you've built? Yeah, we are. I mean, obviously we think we've got a, a younger, faster team than we previously had. Um, but I mean, until we get going, we don't really know exactly what we have and what type of team we are. We know what team we want to be. Um, but uh, so far, so good. We look, uh, we looked apart, and um, now we want to get in and, and test ourselves against the opposition. And uh, the guys are raring to go here. I think they're they're getting pretty tired of practicing, so um, they're just waiting for those games. So, coach, sorry, Simon, I see you about to take breath there, but I'll just follow up on that. We were talking about it earlier there in the recruitment. You've said it yourself. Where it's the youngest team, average age that you have ever recruited. It's the the biggest team in terms of size and it's it's the leanest team in terms of weight. Was any of those conscious decisions or is that just coincidence? Um, anytime you can get a player with some size that, that can move and do the things that you want, uh, it's a bonus. Um, but uh, I would say the, the, the youth factor, I think we were out to, to get younger and I think we have been for the last few years, we've been continuously trying to get younger. Um, it just turns out that this season, um, you know, we're, we're the youngest we've ever been. Adam, Sunday night, we had a, uh, an in-the-house game. You know, you, you split the boys in half. Um, you, you played Teal versus White. What did, you, what, what did you take from it? What did you get from it? Um, you know, I, I obviously got to see the players in, in a competitive uh, environment uh, where, you know, we, we asked them to, uh, you know, take it serious and, and prepare as though it was a real game. Now, that being said, it is tough. You know, nobody really wants to run over their own teammates. So, you know, it's a little bit different than the game day. And obviously, they're only playing two lines. So, um, you know, that was difficult on them. But really, for us, uh, we want it to be a conditioning stint. You know, we're not getting any competitive games in before, uh, you know, this weekend. So we wanted to make sure that these guys were getting in some competitive action against each other and pushing each other along. And I think we achieved that. And uh, hopefully that that pays off uh, from Saturday. How exciting is it to come back onto the ice, Coach? You know, we've got these two games against Dundee and Fife. You haven't had a preseason, as you just mentioned, but you know, for you as a coach, having waited so long, having put this team, having put started to put a team together last year and had the jettison, putting this team together and getting on the ice, how excited are you to just to get back out there? Yeah, I'm very excited. I think just to get those competitive juices flowing again. I know I had a small taste of it there at the World Championships. Um, but obviously to get back here to, to our club uh, will be extra special, especially in front of the fans once we get are able to do that. Um, but, I mean, first and foremost, yeah, going to Scotland and, and taking on Dundee and Fife and, and feeling that uh, competitive edge again is going to be a lot of fun. And what about the uh, that return to the SSE in, in just over a week's time? It's uh, an exciting prospect. Yeah, that's going to be huge. I think we get a, a small taste of that 
well, should I say tomorrow <laughs> at the fan event? Um, but Not guess, last night. <laughs> yeah, last night. Uh, we get a small taste of that last night, and, and it's uh, you know so. <laughs> We're certainly looking forward to October 1st, and I've been saying that since this pandemic began and it started to look like we we're going to miss a season. Uh, you know, the prospect of, of not being able to actually do what you love and, and support what you love, um, you know, that was daunting. And, and some one of the things that kind of got us through, I suppose, is looking forward to that first one and how much of a party and celebration it will be. And uh, we're hoping to do our part in that. Fantastic. Well, Coach, listen, good luck this weekend and your travel over to Scotland at the start of the of a brand new season. I know we're just as excited about seeing this team on the ice and seeing exactly what they can do. So uh, good luck against Dundee and Fife. Cheers, guys. Thanks for having me. Great to have Adam Keith back on the show. And also, let's say, really exciting prospect to have us back on the ice. And we're going to go straight into another interview now with uh, one of the new faces for the Belfast Giants. Not a new face in Belfast. He has played on this ice before, but it's number 10 for your Belfast Giants, and that is Scott Conway. How are you doing, Scott? Good. How are you doing? Yeah, really good. Thanks for joining us. Um, you know, we've just had your we've just had your uh, your head coach on. How's training been? Uh, it's been great. It's been tough the first couple of weeks. Um, getting to know the big ice is a bit of a difference, but uh, I think the guys that are coming over from North America have adjusted pretty well, and it's going to be fun to see what we can uh, we can do out there. Funny, that's just something that uh, Davy here was mentioning earlier on in the show is having that sort of adjustment to the big ice pad. You had experience of that that uh, a number of years ago here in Belfast, but uh, is it a, is it difficult to become adjusted to that that bigger ice surface? Yeah, I think there's a lot of tendencies about guys trying to play on the perimeter a lot, and I think if you want to score a lot of goals, especially on this big ice surface, you got to you got to go to the net and and get traffic in front. So um, I think I got to shy away from the tendencies of being a perimeter plane and uh, and penetrate the uh, the middle of the ice. What do you do different in practice, Scott, or, or in preparation to, to do that kind of thing? Is it a mindset thing? Just? Um, yeah, I, th- I just think uh, funnel and pucks as much as you can towards the net. If it's, uh, if it's a two-on-one or three-on-two, you want to put pucks towards that net or or try to get to the good ice in the middle, maybe take a take a cut from the outside to the inside, and and it just gives you a lot more options and a lot better look of uh, scoring. Let's not look too far beyond, like, this weekend. I know where hockey, you never look beyond one game, but this is an opportunity coming in and playing in front of the GB head coaches as well with the with the dangle of the card of the, uh, the World Championships again at the end of the season. Must be something you're perhaps focusing on too. Yeah, I mean, it's, exci- it's exciting just to have um, Coach Kiefer um, with us. But um, at the end of the day, it is what it is. And that's, that's just a little bonus at the end of the year. Um, a little bit of fun playing against all the high-end prospects and uh, players. So um, that's just a little bonus. Scott, you started out in Basingstoke. Um, your dad is a legend um, all over, well, I was going to say all over the UK, more or less. He played in a lot of games. Um, back in the late eighties, early nineties, um, you know, and obviously you picked up the the shooting mentality from him uh, because he knew where the net was. Uh, obviously, he's one of the guys that you've looked up to um, starting out in your career as well. But how important is the you know the, the support that you get from him as well? 
Yeah, I mean, um, he was a big impact, especially when I was younger. Um, he would teach me all the habits that um, he, how he saw the game and the tendencies that he did. Um, however, the game has changed. The game has got a little faster, a little bit less physical, I feel like, um, for the most part. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's like it's, it's an adjustment um, change, changing from uh, the, the errors where he was in to me, but um you also look up to the nhl players too you see what they're doing out there and the most they do so um, i mean it's a little bit of both for sure um and he was he was a good player did put up some good numbers but hopefully um we can do the same eventually <laughs> yeah but I, I i was speaking to you when you first arrived um i remember playing against them i was only a kid 16 17 and he absolutely destroyed me um, but uh, it's one you, you touched on the you touched on the NHL guys. What sort of NHL player do you look up to? Who would you compare your game to? Um, almost like a Brad Marchand. Um, I'm a little grittier player that likes to get under the skin of other players. But he also has a tendency to shoot the puck and find the back of the net. Um, he also has a little bit of uh, good vision. Um, he can find his players when when they're open. So. Um, I'm excited to get out there and see what we can do as, uh, as a team. Take us back uh, a few years there, Scott, to your previous with Providence and, and your trip to Belfast. What are your What are your real takeaways from that? What are your really good memories of that? Oh, um, Belfast is a great city. So I think f- first and foremost is just visiting this cool place. Um, my mom had a chance to come over here and um, experience it with me. And uh, we did some cool things like the, the little Christmas um thing that they have downtown outside of city hall that was kind of unique um i thought that playing in front of the uh, one of the games he played in, uh, in front of a bunch of um children and i thought that was pretty cool with they all had their little clappers and would clap in the stands and it, it was kind of a loud uh, experience for me so i think that was kind of a fun experience too but it all starts this weekend um just how exciting is it yeah, I'm, I think all the boys are raring to go here. Um, a lot of a lot of practicing, a lot of waiting, um, especially for guys that played in this league, couldn't play in this league last year. That played in it for maybe a couple games in that that bubble. But uh, so I think a lot of a lot of guys are raring to go, and I think we're going to be a pretty good team here. Scott, you're uh, you're sharing with uh, your girlfriend, Rupert and his girlfriend, um, and you now have the penthouse apartment, or have you been shifted back down to? Where you were supposed to be? Yeah, we shifted back down, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> disaster, disaster. <laughs> Your penthouse was nice, yeah? Yeah, yeah. I, to- I told the guy in, uh, that was trying to fix this place up, hey, I gave a couple of quid to, to uh, delay it a little bit longer. <laughs> and literally, you've only been here a couple of weeks, but how are you finding Belfast? you find your way around? Um, obviously, the... You, you haven't really been out that much um, so far anyway, but the, you, you know, you're trying to keep yourselves yourselves at the minute and obviously prepare for the season, which starts on Friday. Yeah, um, just outside of our apartment is a, a rent-a-bike. So we, the first day, we uh, all four of us signed up for that. And we've been going around the city just seeing different things. We went down to City Hall. We went inside there, kind of walked around there, the little museum that they have in there. Um, we've been out with the team doing a couple, um, gym, go to a couple of gyms and experiencing the, the spas that they have and everything they have to offer here. It's, it's definitely a unique, unique city, um, with all the, 
the stuff that they got going on down there. So I think it's going to be a fun year and um, it's a great place to be a part of. And obviously, they said it starts all starts this weekend. Scott, what's the uh, what's the attitude in the room? How are the guys? How are the guys feeling? How are the guys preparing? Um, I think every so, someone asked me yesterday about uh, how how the guys were gonna um, do and take it as if it's a friendly or if it's gonna be a warm up games. I'm like, no, no, it's just, this is the real deal. We got every game counts here. Um, we wanna, we wanna obviously learn after this first game that we have and, and build off of what we what we need to do better. But uh, we we definitely need the win to start and and get that the uh, the win streak going here. Fantastic. Well, listen, mate. Good luck this weekend. Thank you very much for joining us. We'll catch up with you again later in the season. Awesome. Thanks for having Cheers, me. Cheers, Collins. Thank you. Thank you, Scott. <clears throat> Top guy. You know, the, the, it seems to be the attitude is really good there, sis. Listen, I've seen the kid in action. He really is going to be a player that you're going to have to look out for. Um, he, he knows where the net is. He shoots the puck hard. Uh, he's been playing with a couple of uh, wingers that he's got um, either side of him who can move the puck as well. So I, I reckon, again, when I was speaking to Taff about him uh, just you know just before we met, which just before we signed him actually, um, mm. and uh, we're having a chat with Taff, and Taff's seen him at close quarters for Team GB. Um, the Olympics. Yeah, and as I say, you know when you're uh, when if you're he's had the the the, the backup there from his dad. Uh, his dad was a player. I mean, his dad was unbelievable. <laughs> I remember him playing with a guy called Tim Salmon. Um, and if you go back and and, and Google Tim Salmon um, and look at his the stats that he had playing in the Air Bruins, and he was I think it, two of them were in Telford together at Bellingham. Um, you know, he played in a lot of um, different towns and different cities all over the UK. They scored points. I think he got two hundred and forty points one season. Yeah. Now I get the leagues changed, and you know it's um, you know it's a bit harder to get points in these these times. But the two of them together were absolutely lethal. Um, and uh, Tim Salmon, Tim, I, I'm pretty Salmon, pretty certain. Ah, that's him. Um, I'm pretty certain uh, Tim Salmon was in Youngblood as well. I've got something in the back of my head that he play, He was one of the guys in Youngblood. Um, remember the start of the movie where he's skating around and round. Um, with the, ultra, the CCM ultra skates on, you probably wouldn't understand that. But he skates round and round in the in the barn on his own. Um, I'm, I'm pretty sure if something in the back of my head saying that was him. But um, the two of them are great players. So if he if he comes anywhere near the level of the, the goal scoring that his dad had, everybody's going to be very very happy. And and he certainly started off the season. That's as I say. Hopefully we can keep everybody fit right from the very get go and uh, get ready to rock. Because I'm, I'm honestly I'm feeling it already, boys. You know, very uh, level success on SSE Ice, Davey, and hopefully some more. Yeah, I'd be interested to see what he's like in the face-off circle. And also, I know maybe Simon will tell me off offline who he's lining up with at the minute to see who's going to be feeding him those bullets. We've always been a really good team with possession of the puck, and that I know I bang on about it on, on podcasts over the years. That face-off is so critical in this league. You get that possession of the puck, you know, possession nine-tenths of all, all that good stuff. This is a this is a goal scorer. This is a shooter of the puck. He's already talked about it there himself, funneling pucks to the net and, and letting your wingers go after them or hopefully getting them in yourself. So I don't know. Simon's been watching him in the face-off circle here in, in training so far. Looking good, Sam. Yeah, uh, Mace had them on again this morning after the practice this morning. They were basically doing face-offs. They were doing it yesterday. Um, you know, he was up against uh, Longer this morning. 
and Slater Doggett. Um, so yeah, they, they definitely know where it is. And they were up your neck of the woods today, Paddy. They're up in West Belfast at the uh, Better Gym in West Belfast. So yeah, they're getting themselves about. On that, on that, on those brand new slides at Manchester Town Leisure Centre, Dan to go on those, mate. <laughs> they're doing they've got the, the the deal now with as i said i'm, I'm just going to be a, a, a walking talking um advertising advertising machine um better gym uh it's got a con runners one up at the west as well so yeah all good i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna uh i'm gonna reintroduce the bell ding every time there's an advert <laughs> ding. Yeah, yeah so big thanks to scott and the adam key for joining us on on this week's show um Two quick bits of news. The, the season's already begun. Um, it started last weekend with uh, back-to-back games for the Guildford Flames against the Coventry Blaze in a home-and-home series. Guildford winning both of those, 7-4 they won in Guildford, and 5-1 they beat the Blaze in Coventry. The, uh, the, the season is underway. Uh, and also, one of the other points, just briefly, is that there is a brand-new Elite League casebook. For those maybe watching on YouTube, there it is. So then there's a copy of it here. Um, there's a few new rules come in. Says anybody want to? Uh, uh, what are what are our new? I haven't had a chance to have a look into it yet and see what the new rules are. Anyone? Yeah, one of them's about the trappers out behind the net um, for the goalies. You know, so NHL style. Yeah, they need to basically pay attention to that and make sure. They're not playing the puck out of where they're not allowed to because it's going to create a penalty and create a power play. It's all about keeping the puck moving. As I say, we had a we had a, a Zoom meeting last week with the commentators um, from around the league. league, Luke Fisher from the media side of things and Mike Hicks were explaining to us and Hicks, he was taking a job at me, of course, because apparently I'm not shy and saying something on the webcast. Um, but, an early um, season telling off. Sorry, not even <laughs> season, a pre, pre-season telling off. Pre-season telling off, but uh, took it all in good jest. And um, again, we know, we know the we always said you know the referees and the linesmen have a very very tough job. Um, so this year, um, it's like a um, it's like a new year uh, resolution that I'm not going to have a go at anybody. Um, I'm going to try and bite my lip when it has to. Be. Um, we'll see how long that lasts. Yeah. Okay, bit. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I haven't looked through it. The only the trapezoid, obviously, we we, we were focusing on that. We, we talked about earlier as well. I'll get that printed out. That might be, but uh, that's the kind of thing I read in bed these days. <laughs> so, uh, um, you know, get that printed out and uh, have a good read through it and see if there's anything that uh, jumps to my attention. Credit to the uh, the the elite league. Sorry, the. Premier Sports Elite League is that you know for years, years and years there was always talk about you know the rule book, the rule book, and what are we run off and you know, people you know not knowing where to come from. If you go to the Elite League website right now, you can download the EIHL game book. This is uh, the casebook version one for this season. Last the last season, which was obviously the the nineteen twenty season, there was a, there were two versions of this, and they update it and they keep looking at it. And it is worthwhile if you are if you are so inclined. To go and get yourself and, and and have a look at it. Yeah, they were talking about. I think it was two years ago. It was ninety-one pages, so it's been condensed into again. I haven't. Pre- I'm going to try and 20, print it out twenty-two. It's condensed down to twenty-two. So you know, it's it literally gives you everything that you need to know. It would be worthwhile for people to watch it. We're going to try and. Um, I was going to say educate some fans when they're watching on the webcast. Uh, but you know, when you're having a drink and you're watching a webcast, education is probably the last thing you've got in your head. But. Um, yeah, look, I think whatever they can do to help the league, that's what it's all about. We've got the 
you know, the premier sports elite ice hockey league. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, it's certainly starting the season off very, very well. And again, I'm, I'm, you know what? I'm actually not even doing anything on Saturday. And so um, uh, apart from watching the, the Giants on the webcast from Dundee, um, I'll probably just keep the Sheffield Cardiff game on the background and watch the premier sports elite ice hockey league first game. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Dave, you were going to come in there. I was going to say, you know, obviously there's a lot of people come to the arena just for a night out and want a beer and they're going for a bit of sports entertainment, great. Then you've got the people that are a bit more invested in it. Go and read it. Really read up on the rules. You'll enjoy the game so much better when you have a bit more information on, oh, what was that? And, and you're not shouting stupid stuff. It's really, really worthwhile to learn the rules of the game. If you're getting, If you're starting your journey and supporting the Belfast Giants and you're starting to get into the sport, Go learn about it. It's, it's, mate, it's far more interesting. Mate, I could look at this. I could read this back to front and inside. It no it's not. It's not going. It's it's not going to stop me shouting super stuff at games. No, this is true. It's not. It's, it's not going to stop me. But yes. So there too. Um, one of the last things, of course, on the agenda, and we're not going to just the, this weekend is the beginning, as we've said many times, of the uh, the Premier Sports Challenge Cup. And there's uh, two games for your Belfast chance. Away to Dundee on Saturday, 7 p.m., Dundee Ice Arena, and you'll get that on Dundee Stars TV if you're not making the trip over. And then just down the road in the kingdom of Fife, the Fife Flyers against the Belfast Giants on Sunday, 5.30 p.m., Fife Ice Arena. And that's uh, I'm, I assume we'll get that on Flash TV uh, webcast. Davy's favorite part of the show, but just very quickly, you know, it's um, – the Challenge Cup over the last number of years. The uh, Challenge Cup of the last number of years. We haven't had a preseason. Davy, this is our preseason. It is. Um, from talking to the coach, from talking to several players, from talking to Simon Chenin and a few people down at the arena, you know, you can do all the preparation that you want. And once that first puck's dropped, there's got to be a change of mindset from training and preseason to game time. And these games are important for us not desperately important because it's quite hard not to qualify the Challenge Cup group if you if you look historically at it. But a good start is also critical. A good start puts your best foot forward, as Neil Russell would always say. And, you know, you want the... You, you, what was it you said? But, Paddy, it must be about 10 years ago you said this on the on the podcast about seeking perfection, but not mediocrity or something, you know. Uh, don't, let the, don't let perfection be the enemy of uh, of, of excellence. No, that's not what you said, but you've said it better this time. Um, but, but you know, you, you've got to seek, you've got to set out to win every single game you play. You set out to win every period, you know, and you know you'll not get there over the season, but you've got to try and seek, you know, that that level of uh, intensity, especially. And, and Kiefer will be looking at players because there's going to be decisions to be made with with different rosters on different nights because of the gold hidden situation we have. The, the roster size that you're allowed on any given night. You know, I'm not quite sure how many we've got in the roster there. You know, whether there'll be other bodies coming in, whether there'll be young lads that'll be able to play or not. So, you know, we've got lots of things. Players start to play for their place from Saturday night. And, you know, if you want to be in this roster, you're going to have to hit the ground running. Simon? Yeah, again, you know, it, 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 is, it can be difficult to get the legs going. Um, you know, on the first night, uh, you know, you, you sort of you can do as much practice as you want, but you're just trying to get your lungs on there and, and and you know and, and get your legs moving as quick as possible. You want to get out and take every shift at a time. Um, you know, we've right now we've got a full squad going into Dundee on uh, Saturday night, um, and it's never an early an easy place to go to. We always find it difficult against Dundee. Pash is a good coach, 
mm-hmm. he's got his guys. You know, he they've played a couple of games. They played against the Flyers twice at the weekend. So you know, it, it, they've they've had a couple of games and had a bit of chemistry built into it as well. So it's it's going to be a tough game. I'm expecting a tough game. It's it, there's never any easy games in this league anymore. So it'll be interesting to see how the boys adapt to it because you know there's going to be a few of them who've never been on a ferry to go to a game before. Uh, we've talked about this before. I've, I've looked at the wild forecast. There's a couple asking, you know, you know, I, I know there've been a couple asking other guys what it's like and uh, asking Mace and, and Stu and what have you. Um, and again, when you when you've never had that experience before, people react different ways. So it's um, hopefully they get over early, get the early ferry over, um, get a good rest on the way up the road, and uh, check in the hotel. Maybe get a bit of lunch and get ready to go for Saturday night. Because as I say, every game is absolutely vital. It's not. It's not about you know waiting to the, the you know the business end of the season for February, March, and, and early April. Let's get ready to go now. First trophy's up for grabs, um, and let's get a good start. Really good to hear Scott Conway say that earlier on, and that mindset being being already drilled in the fact that every game matters, and uh, most certainly starting this Saturday night, seven p.m. Dundee Stars away at Dundee Ice Arena and Dundee Stars TV and Five Flyers on Sunday, 5.30pm, Five Ice Arena and of course on on Flyers TV with their webcast. Uh, and on that, any other business, gentlemen, and unfortunately I'm going to start with something that I know you guys are uh, you'll back me on this and we just want to send all our prayers and our best wishes out to young Blake who um, says isn't doing very well. Yeah, his mum posted a... Um uh, Facebook and, and Instagram post today about it. Um, my battery's about to run out, guys. Um, and you know, the wee man, the wee man has been struggling over the last couple of days. So, uh, all our thoughts are with him, all our prayers are with him, as you say. And, and hopefully, you know, we can he can start getting stronger again. He's, he's it's um, I was speaking to Laura about it this afternoon after um, we seen the post, and um, it, he's had a tough, tough go at it. And that you know, there's a lot of our kids around who have had tough goings well, young Ethan's. You know he's he's finding it difficult and more difficult as as, as days and weeks and years go ahead. Um, but we're just hoping that, that everybody's going to be okay. And the wee man, especially we Blake, you know, hopefully he pulls through okay. David, the, 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 our fan base, like like many fan bases, can have the you know love and affection for the, with these kids who who are going through tough times. And, and Blake's no different. We're very fortunate. Um, from the position that we're in, that we get to see some of the uh, unbelievable kids that come along and the adversity that they face. And again, always, as, as Joel would say, you know, cap tips or whatever it is, it's just, you know, Dolores Mall for, for what she has done and bringing these kids Absolutely. into the organization and giving them a focus away from their troubles. And, you know, the Seawee Blake there over in Great Ormond Street. His mum posted there earlier, but, you know, he's gone through this emergency operation today that he was losing blood and they've managed to stop the bleeding. He's got a hematoma from the operation last week and, you know, a bit of damage to his bile. And they just, they've managed, they've got him stabilised, they've got him on some drugs and time and patience and just care. Amazing what those doctors and nurses and families go through apart from it being their job, it must be incredibly difficult, incredibly rewarding and incredibly devastating probably at times as well. But, you know, we can just keep Blake in our prayers. We keep all these kids in our thoughts. You know, 13 now, Blake, yeah, isn't it? And he feels like he's been part of our life for so, so long. And we want to hold them close for as long as we possibly can. And, you know, our our thoughts and prayers are with the Macaggies at the minute and, 
you know, can't imagine what it must be like. We're all parents of young kids. Well, not to see Jasmine going on our first driving lesson, you know, and, <laughs> and, and how fortunate, how fortunate we are that, you know, she's absolutely whole. And it's, it's, um, it, it doesn't bear thinking about our thoughts are with them, as always, uh, with all the kids that, 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 that we have anything to do with at the Belfast Giants. And uh, let's just hope he's, he's not too long. He's home from Great Ormond Street. Even if it's back in the Royal for a while, but he's back in Northern Ireland where he belongs. He gets the best treatment here as well as he'll get over in England. And uh, I can't say any more than that. Mate. Yeah, absolutely, um, mate. Absolutely. It's, a, it's such a tough scenario for for the family. But our, our, like I say, our thoughts, our prayers, not our best wishes go out to, go out to all of them. Um, any other business from you, gents? No. No. It's a, it's a, it's an exciting prospect we've got up ahead of us. Uh, this is the first podcast of around thirty over the next number of weeks. Strap yourselves in, boys. The circus begins again in just a few days' time. Uh, like I say, those games Dundee away, seven p.m. in the Challenge Cup, Dundee oh. Arena and Dundee Stars TV, and Fife away, uh, five thirty on Sunday, Fife Arena and Flowers TV. You somebody coming in there or something? Right, just just something in the head. Um, oh. I heard Murph talk about um, the Steelers raising their banner for the twenty Challenge Cup. Challenge Cup, and with us, um, I'm just wondering, do we have to raise our two banners for our two banners, our yeah. two league titles for you know, still reigning champions? I'm just, I don't 2020, know. 2021. Yeah, what do you think, yeah, I why not? Why not, sure. Wait until, wait, hold on, just, wait until Cardiff turn up and just do it then. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> but uh, yes, and, uh, the teams, the teams together, we're ready to go. It's an exciting prospect, and, uh, <laughs> and on that spider. note, <laughs> and the spider's still there. Big thanks <laughs> to pretty much. Yeah, a big thanks to for joining us to Adam Keith, Scott Conway, Steve Thornton, Shania Doyle, Aaron Murphy, and the spider above Simon's head. Um, you can get us at, at AVFTV on Twitter, www.kingdomthegiants.com, and you get us on Facebook and all this sort of stuff because this has all begun again. We'll be throwing out a few things over the next few days and over the next few weeks to get you more involved in this podcast, as always. We thank you for joining us. We thank you for listening, and we can't wait to be part of this season up ahead. Mr. McJimsey and Mr. Kitchen, thanks for joining us. Thanks, Jens. Uh, Mr. Quick mention, Mr. Neil couldn't be here today because he's he's uh, he's at Inver watching uh, Lauren against England. Well, how did that, do we know how that ended? Oh, um, I know they were two 0 no. up. Oh, oh David, come on, he's two 0 up. Lauren, our clients must be playing the reserves tonight, were they? <laughs> yeah, Joe couldn't be here. He's 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 busy watching the Inver men and uh, the the Harbour Rats uh, playing at the uh, at Inver Park and. Uh, it's so important. It's not even on flash scores. There we go. We'll just and we'll leave it at that. <laughs> Gents, thanks very much. Wherever you are this weekend, it's very pleasing to say we hope you enjoy your hockey, and we'll catch you here next time on a view from the bridge. Podcast Network.